0: Yo, what is up? We're back at 120 Collective, another episode of Novelty Voice. I am your host, Adam Carandang. Um, I'm here with a special guest, Wes Crouch. How you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing well, man. Yeah, right. Thanks for having me out.
0: Right on. Hey, uh, real quick, I just want to share what Novelty Voice is. And, and really, it's a platform for creative entrepreneurs and young f- professionals to be heard. You know, our goal is to just interview dope, up-and-coming movers and doers here in the city and get to know more of, you know, who they are on a personal level, uncover their journey, their mindset, and just their vision, overall for what they're doing. Um, so, you know, without further ado, Wes, he's the CEO and co-founder of an application called Tutor. And so we'll dive into this a little bit later. It's a super interesting app. Um, very, very useful in today's market. Uh, but first, let's dive into your story growing up. Where are you from?
1: Yeah, I'm from a uh, small, oh, first off, uh, that's a great mission statement you guys got. That's really oh, cool. That's dope. I like that. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I come up from a small town, right, so uh, I think we had 400 people in the town. Uh, Is
0: that in Indiana?
1: Yeah, it's called Matthews. Okay, Uh, where is that at? (laughs) Yeah, so it's up uh, up near Ball State, uh, a little small town outside of there, but, uh, yep, I grew up there. I went to a a small high school called Eastbrook. It was surrounded by four (laughs) cornfields, and I went to then Ball State. um, Okay. To go to college as a biology and chemistry degree, and yet I'm a <laughs> entrepreneur. But right. yeah. hey, whatever it, yeah. it
0: happens, man. Um, and then so, how many people did you graduate with? Small town in high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, so we had 130 in our graduating class. Oh wow! Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. I mean, it was tiny. How many
0: people were in your school? You said
1: uh, in the school in the high school. So our junior high and high school were combined.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay. So yeah, so there was about
1: 130 in each class. So okay, uh, yeah,
0: nice. And so, what was your childhood like? You know, siblings. Um, how were you raised? C- give yeah, us yeah. a little background. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, my childhood was was interesting for sure. It was, I mean, we grew up with uh, strong morals, strong foundations, right? I had both parents, uh, a lot of love, and they never let us go without. But it was never mm-hmm. never easy, right? Financially. Yeah. Uh, you know, my dad has a freshman high school education, and he had a kid at 15. Uh, okay. And then he had, I mean, he basically uh, had to come up, and he has his own tech. I mean, his own HVAC company today, and They do very well for themselves. But it wasn't always like that. Um, And growing up, they just taught us to work your ass off, respect people, respect yourself. And uh, if you're going to go for something, go for it. Like, really do it. And that's that's kind of what... Uh, they taught us.
0: Right on. And uh, how many siblings do you have?
1: Yeah, there's four of us. There's four of us crouches. One of them is my co-founder, actually. Okay. Uh, my cool. oldest brother is one of my co-founders. Um, and
0: then are you the youngest, middle? I'm the
1: youngest brother. Uh, I'm the youngest of the boys. And then I got a little sister as well. She's okay. dope. And then I got another brother as
0: well. Nice. Yeah. Right on. And then so when you were growing up, coming from a super small town in Indiana, what did Wes want to be when he grew up?
1: Yeah, it's actually super shitty. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, for years, I mean, my whole life, I wanted to be a doctor, right? Okay. I wanted to go and uh, and maybe do a surgery. I mean, it was, it was I was I was being dumb, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I've always, I'd always said I wanted to be a doctor, but really, I never knew what I wanted to do. Um, and so that was always the goal. I went to college for that, and um, I found out that I didn't want to do that. Um, but no, I was always going to be a doctor, never going to be an entrepreneur. I, really? I never... I never would have thought that. Right. I mean, it's it's so unheard of where I come from. Yeah. I don't know any entrepreneurs. Um,
0: so was did you even grow up in that environment when it was uh, where it's kind of like, you know, go to school, get good grades, go to college that that typical or did your was, parents kind of challenge you to just go out there and really do whatever you wanted?
1: No, no. So my parents were, you know, so my parents saw and I I, I appreciate this. uh they, they saw that education is one of the most important things that someone can have today. For uh, sure. They weren't given the the chances like we've been given to go, at, to go to college and to really have an education and go and use that education to make a life. Um, and they, they were very strict on that. Every one of their children have uh, bachelor's degrees. Every one of them had gone on to, to school beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they were very strict that you guys are going to uh, go get your education and you guys are going to go do something with it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Gosh, gotcha. yeah, that's kind of how I was too. Um, And so, you know, being wanting to be a doctor, what what were what what were your hobbies? You know, when you were growing up.
1: Yeah, you, you know, it's it's I mean, it's it was so stupid because I didn't have any hobbies that was like being a doctor or nothing that could <laughs> attribute to do that. Uh, I was actually a heavy kid when I was uh, when I was young. You're pretty uh, fit now. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, up until my senior year, I had. I lost, like, 60 pounds my senior year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I worked my ass off. Uh, Okay,
0: so all on purpose? All purpose, yeah. Lifting weights, diet, everything?
1: Exactly. I got my ass up uh, from the house. Uh, I just – I worked really hard. I saw something. I wanted to change it. And uh, that was – honestly, I think that's a – indirectly, it made me into who I am today. Um, That's one of those obstacles that, you know, the weights never come back. Yeah. Um, And it's not because I I just – religiously, uh, under eat or over out. It just, and I changed the way I was. Yeah. It's your lifestyle changed. That's awesome.
0: And so this was, you said like senior year. Yeah. Yep. I lost
1: like 62 pounds. I think it
0: was, dude, that's awesome. And what was that? Was that all from, um, you just looking at yourself and being like, you know what? I'm really not happy. I'm going to make some lifestyle changes, or was that from other people? Or yeah, there, what? Was, there was a girl. Uh, uh, was there. That's uh, like the There story, we go. Yeah.
1: So uh, I was actually at an ice cream shop. Um, <laughs> I thought I was on a date. I wasn't on a date. This is a very sad story. But, uh, <laughs> the, I guess I wasn't on a date, but uh, there were some there were some girls that were in a table next to us or whatever, but they were... Uh, my date Olivia must have overheard them talking, and they were talking about a guy that had lost weight. And she goes, "Oh, why don't you lose weight? And she says, maybe girls would like you too." Oh, yeah. Wow. And I was like, "Oh, okay." You're like, okay, "Wait we'll a see. second. <laughs> we'll see. Yep, yep. And then I dated the prom queen this senior year. There yeah. you go. That's yes, what's sir. up. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So, how long did it take you to uh, lose sixty pounds?
1: Uh, 10 months, I think. Uh, I think 10 to 12 months, but then I got thin, right? Like, yeah. Uh, you, I definitely had to learn how to do all that kind of stuff. I yep. mean, you, I didn't know how to do it. Uh, I just kind of went with it and learned and, and asked people, and um, I figured it out. For sure. Um, yeah, but it, it took a while. It really did.
0: Props to you, definitely. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, and then, so you graduate, you, you lose 60 pounds, yep. <laughs> you graduate high school. And then did you – where would you go to college? Ball State, yeah. Okay, you went to Ball State, and then um, was that like – because you're kind of near that Ball State area, was that the only college you were looking into, or were there any other options? No. So, actually,
1: it was anti-Ball State. Didn't want to go. Wasn't (laughs) going to do it. I mean, I was, I mean, determined not to go there. Just because, I mean, it was so close to home, and uh, I thought I wanted to go away from – my dad, he definitely didn't want me to go away. So, uh, (laughs) neither did my mom either, but my dad was – really pushing Ball State. So uh, I went and checked it out, and I was like, fuck, I actually liked it. So (laughs) so actually, I went there, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. And then so going in, you had that biology degree that you chose, or did you change your major? Stayed
1: uh, the whole way. Um, Yeah, I didn't – I mean, I was determined I was going to go. It wasn't wasn't a matter of – it was too hard or it was – it just – I was going to do it and I thought, Oh, well I'll fall in love with it later. Mm. Um, and then along the way you realize you like other things.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so along the way, was it, so did you always enjoy school? Is college something that you found you just, you didn't like, did you like it? What was your experience?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, that's a tough question. I'll say yes and no to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love college. I think college is the most important four years in someone's life. I think I stated that earlier. Um, I hated school. Everybody hates yep. school, right? But I loved college. And <laughs> it's not just it's not just the partying or going out like that. I didn't actually really do that um very often until my junior year at least. And I went a little nuts. But uh <laughs> uh it was it was before that. You get to figure out who you are, right? You get to, uh, it is the 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 best four years that you never get back. Mm. Uh it's the only four years where it's like a scrimmage in life. Mm. Uh, you get to go and just practice and you get to uh, fall down as cliché that is and then uh you Get back up and nothing happened. You're you're unscathed. So uh, I really took advantage of that. And I I mean I got as involved as I could. Um, I did presidents of multiple organizations. I was the homecoming king one year. Nice. Uh, I ran a few political campaigns. One of them I was on the slate, and uh, that was uh, that's what taught me how to be an entrepreneur. Is that's that slate. Um, Go into that. So yeah. So it's uh, I mean. Every student gets as many opportunities as they want, right? Yeah. That degree is, is worth shit today. It just is. Unless you're going to a top school, it's worth shit, okay? <laughs> but it's what you do with those four years that make it worth something. Uh, and that, it student government, right? So at Ball State, they actually take pride in that. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so all these teams get together, and you pick four people uh, that you, across different parts of campus, that you like and want to run with, and you and you pick initiatives. So we created initiatives that students wanted. We talked to students. We really figured out our product, right, our product was our initiatives uh, that we wanted, and we really fought for things. Um, and then we basically uh, worked our asses off. We had like 25, 30 people under us uh, nice. for campaign staff. We had raised a couple thousand bucks, which was really good for, for being in, in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we just pushed, I mean, as hard as we could. And I learned how to debate. Uh, I learned how to, I mean, I was a stiff, just <laughs> stiff dude, right? And then uh my campaign manager, DJ Pulse. Uh, you'll probably never hear this, but I'm telling you what. Him and I mean, him and uh, his his crew. They they really, I mean, they really forced us to come out of our comfort zone, and they did. I mean, they would put us in front of uh, the most the beautiful girls, and like they'd say, "All right, talk to them." I mean, and we had to. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. taught us like how to overcome those obstacles and those fears of of, of public speaking. And and I'm telling you, today it's. Uh, I still think back on those days, and I still actually call them. Uh, I was in a uh, pitch competition about a year ago, and mm-hmm. I called them, and I had them prep me, um, and, and I still do today just because they, they know what they're doing, and, and you know, they're genuine. Yeah, but that, yeah, that yeah. you get to meet people like that when you're in college.
0: Definitely, and I think, dude, that's the <clears> – <throat> the, um, the, those types of positions when you're just thrown into doing something, and it's almost you're in that situation where it's like, well, shit, I kind of have to go talk in front of these people or these – people that are telling me to do, I can't let them down or they're just going to, you know, right. call me whatever names or yep. just make me feel bad and yes. I'm gonna be like, shit, I should have just did it. Yep. But then once you go and do it, then it's like, what was I even worried about?
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's like you, once you get done, you just feel so accomplished. I mean, exactly. it's a, uh, it's almost a high. It really mm-hmm. is when, when. You get to go and, and do those things, and you're all freaked out beforehand, and then you come out, and then you're fist pumping like that's a it's a pretty surreal moment. Exactly,
0: and I think uh I don't know if this is a, a I don't know if this is a statistic anymore, but um, a couple of years ago it was like public speaking was the number one fear for uh, people. In the United States, I'm pretty sure, maybe even like in the world, more than even death. Yeah, and so that was that that was pretty interesting. Like
1: like communications class is one of the most failed, like commonly failed classes in college. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's a very uh, that's an entrepreneurial trait that one must must develop. You have to overcome it. You You have have to, to. and if
1: you can't, um, you better find a co-founder that
0: can, because you're not getting out of it. That's just all there is to it. Exactly. So you're in college. Um, you're going through, you know, all of this, and then you had mentioned how this kind of sparked your entrepreneurship. Or yeah. yeah. So you had you never wanted to be an entrepreneur before, just didn't think you were going Correct. to. And then Correct. what was that spark?
1: Yeah, so, so honestly, uh, I didn't know what – I knew what entrepreneurship was. I think everybody knows the, the definition, but I don't – I didn't – I didn't know, like, I didn't feel that, right? It's like I never even thought that was an, uh, I mean, I knew nothing about it. Mm. I, I was not a business major. I knew nothing about uh, starting a company, running a company. I knew that I maybe could one day. All I knew when I ran that slate was I really, really like coming up with things that people like, and I have to really force myself to, to make sure I go and hone in on those things, make sure they really do like them, uh, get feedback, really push myself, and stretch myself thin, and uh, build up teams that, Help us push uh, beyond our limits. I mean, those were the things that I liked out of that, and uh, I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's what excites me. I mean, in college, I got to when we were doing those slates. I mean, we would work so I mean tirelessly. We would miss our homework, we would miss our exams, but we were focused on it. And like that, uh, that adrenaline rush was like, you know, it was <laughs> infectious. When you're when you're, when you're working 17 hours, okay, and then you can't wait to go do it again tomorrow, you're, you're doing like, what wh- you're supposed you're to like, be. like, wait a second, yes. what is this? Yes, <laughs> you're doing what you're supposed to be. So That's I took awesome. that, and uh, my senior year, I said, I'm not going to medical school. I'm not doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. It was December, uh, my senior year. And uh, I then said, you know what? Sales is the fundamental of every company. Anything I ever want to do, it's sales. Is the core of that. If you can't sell, you can't do anything. So I was like, I'm going to go and learn how to sell and really sell. Um, so I took a manufacturing job, uh, a corporate manufacturing job, and uh, we did like sales engineering, right? And so they sent me to Wisconsin for six months, and uh, it was a very intensive sales training, very, I mean, very lucrative program. Um, and I got humbled very quickly. I thought I was a good <laughs> sales guy, and I wasn't. And then I learned. Um, and it was after that. I went back to work for that job uh, here in Indy. And it, was, it, it took me two weeks to realize I didn't want to be there. I hated it. It was awful. I was waiting until 5 o'clock. Hit and I was like, I'm not living like this. And I had an idea. I was like, mm, Fuck it, I'll put it to paper and see what that means. And since then, here we are today. And so that's Tudor. That's Tutor. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. incredible.
0: And so, okay, um, you you go to this sales training, right? Yep. And how? What was your experience in corporate America? Was that something? Oh, that you...
1: uh, it, it was a good one. Uh, okay. It was it was a good and bad one. Uh, I hated it. It mm-hmm. was something I never want to do it again, but I needed it. Um, I really did, because I will say they they picked the best talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with the – you know, I had a science background. Uh, yeah, so I yeah. had enough physics in my background to, to go into the engineering program. Because it was a, a real engineering program with some of the top engineers. Um, yeah. And I had to go there and learn what they were learning. And I was just so far behind. Uh, but corporate America, what they do is they throw you into those pools. They are able to invest into their uh, into their talent. Um, so, corporate America has its, has its pros and cons for sure, but I hated it. Uh, I didn't like it one bit. Uh, I didn't like the. I, what I saw is I saw my boss, um, and I was like, you know, if it's gonna take me 25 years to have that guy's job, mm-hmm. um, and he's making what he's making, and he's sitting in his office so much, and he's not doing very many cool things, uh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So, I was like, fuck that. I'm not <laughs> doing it. And, Uh, I said, there's got to be a different way. Uh, Mm. And there is a different way. And I looked at, you know, there's a, uh, this guy didn't know this, but uh, there's a guy named Patrick Sells here in the city. Um, Mm -hmm. He has Sales Group. I'm telling you. So I actually knew that guy. We played travel soccer one year. He's a bit older than I am. But uh, he has a company here and he's doing really well. They've got a few million bucks in revenue. And uh, I saw him and he's only 28. And I go... How's that guy doing it? And I'm still looking at my my watch, waiting for five o'clock. Mm. And I said, "That's that's not happening anymore. If he can do it, I can do it." Uh, exactly. Uh, and so I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah.
0: Um, I I have one question though. So you you go three, almost four years, thinking that you're gonna become a doctor. Yeah. Biology major, and then your first semester of senior year you're like all right screw it screw i'm going to do sk- i'm going to do sales yeah what was uh what was that dis- decision like and what'd your what were people saying what would your your parents say yeah. what was kind of that
1: yeah so it was i actually remember like vividly vividly remember the day uh, my parents are strict like they're <laughs> when i say they're strict they're not assholes right but yeah, they yeah. they uh us, like I said, they want us to take the opportunities. And they want us to go make something. Uh, and, and being a physician was, was, I mean, that's the pinnacle of jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember it. They they listened, which I was surprised. I, it was actually Christmas break. Uh, it was in December of what was 2015. And I sat down with them. I said, look, I'm miserable. I don't want to do this. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to go. Uh, I'm, I'm studying for my MCAT and I hate it. Uh, I've, I've, I don't want to do this. Uh, and they said, then don't. Uh, they said, do you have a backup? And I go, I don't know. I said, I'll go into sales. I said, I think I know me, and I'm going to find a way out of it. Um, but I know if I go into this, I'm going to regret it. And yeah. they said, then don't do it. you got to trust your gut. And, I, and that's, they were cool with it from then, that day on. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: uh, having parents that are that supportive. a yeah. lot of people. But they weren't. Yeah. They
1: weren't about the entrepreneurship thing, though. <laughs> they, uh, it, it was a fight. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, okay, Tutor being, I, I almost honestly thought maybe you had a couple of different companies that you tried to start before nope. Tutor or something, but yeah. really Tutor, that's your first uh, entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. And so when you found out um first of all how'd you how'd you come up with this app <laughs> yeah explain it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
1: um yeah so i'll explain what tutor is in okay. a nutshell it's a peer-to-peer knowledge chain platform okay. uh, for for college students specifically i i created this product for me uh, when i was mm. just there so i was only six months removed from school uh when i was there but i realized that look students are, are broke uh they are putting uh money on credit cards so they can go get hammered on the weekends which the they can. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's, you're supposed to go and have fun. You're yeah. supposed to go on those spring break trips and, and you're supposed to go and, and meet the people and do the things that you're never going to get to do again. Uh, and I also realized that they struggle um, with their academics. I mean, C's get degrees is a real thing for a reason. <laughs> like, it's, it's a real thing. And it's because when it's 10 o'clock at night and you're struggling on your homework or you don't know how to do what you're working on, you either A, um, ask a friend nearby, which they don't know either. Then you just wing it, because on campus resources they suck. Yeah, no yeah, one yeah. goes to them. They mm. just suck. Um, and tutoring sites like Chegg and and WiseAnt, they charge you seventy five bucks an hour, mm. which is just it's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it and you're gonna get a Facetime call with an old dude. <laughs> <coughs> so sorry. <coughs> oh, good. So I basically just said, look, the peer to peer technology industry it it works, especially for this age group. Um, hold on, do you guys have any water? Yeah.
0: Connor, could you hook them up with some water, please?
1: Appreciate it. Um, Thanks, bro. No, but like uh, peer-to-peer technologies, they, they work for 18 to 23-year-olds. Um, so we capitalized on that. We brought it to this system. And uh, we basically said, look, let's connect struggling students with students that want to make a little extra money. Mm. You know what? No one knows homework best than the people that have already w- went through it and done well on it. Yeah. So we connect two college students together that want to make a little extra money and uh, who need some help.
0: Okay, and so you had this idea, and then, <coughs> then what? I mean, were you just like, uh, "How do I, how do I build this?" Sure, thing? sure, sure. Yeah. So it was actually a uh, the idea was uh,
1: much more primitive than what I just said. Right? I didn't know yeah. what it meant. Uh, <laughs> I I had had the the name in my head, uh, and I put that to paper, and then. Uh, so I don't know what's going on in my throat here, no, but you're uh, good.
0: He's getting some water <coughs> for you. No.
1: So uh, I had the name in my head, and I had the idea like Uber for tutoring. Okay. Um, and then it, it kind of morphed from there. But from the very first day, I remember it vividly. I was driving down the road, and uh, I just I put it to paper. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, so I had the idea, and I put it to paper, and I called my brother, my oldest brother. Mm-hmm. He's an aerospace engineer. I oh, mean, wow. this, this okay. dude's a, this dude's a smart motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> he's just so smart. And he's so, he's, uh, so we have the same personality, right? But he's not nearly, he's a nerd. Like he's, and that's okay, i tell him that right now. Um, he's just a big old nerd. And he had two newborns. Uh, he had a new wife and a, a new home. And um, I called him one night and I said, Joe, I this, is, this is good. I think this is cool. And he goes, fuck, this is cool. <laughs> um, and he goes, well, let me just think about it because he's a developer, okay? So we, uh, we both slept on it. And I, I woke up that first night, I woke up thinking about it again. I went right back to my paper. Um, and I knew right then and there this was something I should look at. Uh, but, I again, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what yeah. I was doing. I didn't know what entrepreneurship was. I didn't know anything. I'm working at sales job. Uh, but I called Joe again that night, and he had already started thinking about it a bit more. And we started working on the product that night. We started mm-hmm. uh, So Joe had some software, so we were actually like doing some user experience. And I will never forget those the next four to five months after that. I mean the most intense, the most creative, the most uh, just awesome, awesome times. I, I talked with my brother for uh, every single night, we were on the phone for multiple hours uh, mm-hmm. doing FaceTime calls, we were building out our product, throwing out new ideas, researching other companies, and and figuring out what this means. Um, I mean, Joe, I mean, I was doing this, so I had to build the product at night, mm-hmm. and then of a the morning, I had to figure out what this entrepreneurship thing was. Yeah. I, I still didn't know. so. Uh, I mean, work in a uh, nine-to-five. I basically got up at uh, 5.30 or 6 about every morning and did about an hour and a half of of learning. I would watch YouTube on my TV, and mm-hmm. I would just look up as many videos as I can, right? Uh, anything about uh, venture capital or how to market or, or really how to build technologies. I, had, I just was consumed. I, I mean, I have notepads and notepads of just notes, and I did that every morning for months. And I'd go to work, and then I'd come home, and then we'd work on our product again until we fell asleep. And then we did it over again and mm. over and over and over and over and over again and then i started trying to raise money and i was terrible
0: <laughs> how long ago was it when you had this idea
1: um right at two years ago actually uh, okay to now it's probably dead set two years yeah
0: wow that's awesome and then so uh you <coughs> go that four or five months and then you start you're in the phase of funding then
1: yeah, then, uh,
0: kind of, yes. I thought I
1: was. Okay. Yeah, I thought I was. A I was. Little learning curves? Yes, l- big learning <laughs> curves. Uh, so we ended up, we had a, a you know, we live in, I mean, Indianapolis is not the, uh, the capital to go and raise money in. Yeah, by yeah. any means, especially <laughs> not when you're a first-time founder, uh, mm-hmm. when one of your co-founders is in Texas, and neither of you have never done this before. Uh, it's not... Uh, something that people want to invest in, especially mm. not a company that is an educational company. At that, yeah. In uh, venture capital, ed tech isn't awesome. Uh, it, it typically fails because um, it's not sexy, but this is. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, so we we tried to start raising money, and it just wasn't working. But what I did is I took as many meetings as I could. I knew sales. I was a hustler. So mm-hmm. I took every meeting I could. I didn't care who it was. I didn't care if it was my age, someone else's age, random Facebook message, LinkedIn, phone calls, uh, cold calls, anything I could, any conversation, I took it. And I remember there was a couple uh, firms, angel firms here in the city. Uh, they were assholes, but one of them, uh, one of them was, was somebody that let me pitch. And it was an awful pitch, but when I was talking, he spent 45 minutes with me afterwards critiquing the hell out of it. And I, mm-hmm. after every call, I'd say, where did you stop listening? What did I do wrong? What was awful? Tell me where I could fix it and what I should do next time, every single time. That's awesome. And then I build on it and I build on it and build on it. And it's, it took so long. I mm-hmm. mean, it, and I knew that I, I had to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, it's humiliating sometimes mm-hmm. uh, it is not easy um to sit there and just get humiliated like that <laughs> and kicked in the nuts but uh you do it and cuz when you're passionate about something you have to take those off the chin um we actually pulled in our own money so Joe had thrown in about 45k uh, I had thrown in some of my savings as well all of my savings uh my parents were pissed at me at yeah, this point so you uh, go all in with it yes. I like um it. my parents were not happy uh, my dad and I are really close um so my mom and I too but uh my dad and I didn't talk for a while, because uh, I was wanting to leave a job that I had just gotten. And he was like, what the hell are you doing? This is a phenomenal job. Um, and I said, you got you to gotta trust me. This is what I want to do. And he said, you don't even know anyone that's an entrepreneur. You don't know anyone that owns a tech company. You don't know anyone that has ever done this. Why do you think you can do it? And, he, and he's, he's probably, he knows my potential better than anybody. Yeah. But he was scared. And he was definitely yeah. scared, because uh, this is a tough, a tough job. It's a tough gig. It's something that I mean, 99% of starters fail. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: what, so what was your answer to that question? What makes you think you can do it?
1: Uh, that, you know, I, I don't know if I can <laughs> do it. I, I believe I can. Mm. Uh, I don't know anything. I like um, that. Good answer. I know that I can't wait to do it again tomorrow morning. And there you go. I knew I don't fucking care about a good salary at yeah. this point. I... I saw what a good salary was going to be. And that was uh, looking at my watch and waiting until 5 o'clock. Mm. And I knew I don't care if I can't make any more money, then uh, it's not fucking worth it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't care. This is awesome. This is what I'm learning. This is something that I get sweaty thinking about. And yeah, uh, yeah. I said, Dad, you got you to gotta just trust me. And I said, and if you're not okay with that, then we're probably not going to be talking for a while because this is going to be something I'm doing. And he said, well, I guess we're not. Um, oh. and we didn't, <laughs> and then I got my first investment check and then he apologized. Really? Uh, yeah. Yes, how much, did.
0: how, if you don't mind me asking, oh, how no, much was that for? So
1: it? we ended up getting, so Joe and I put in ours and then we actually did a failed Kickstarter campaign. No one, no one raised, <laughs> no one put anything into it. Oh, it was, I was so, I'm still. how did you market that? Just. We, did very shittily. I mean, <laughs> like we just Facebook, right? We thought okay. it was going to go, uh, locally viral. It didn't. We were so <laughs> stupid. Uh, but somebody did. Uh, there was actually one of our other co-founders named Sasha. Um, she's, That's my sister's
0: name. Really? Yeah, yeah Sasha well.
1: Caesar. Uh, she's from NYU, she's an MBA from NYU. Okay. She's always wanted to work on an ed, ed tech startup and uh, tutoring in particular. And she actually threw oh, in wow. 30K. Uh, there you go. Yes, yeah, she did, uh, <laughs> out of nowhere. I mean, we needed it. We were scratching pennies at that point, uh, building the product. But um, we ended up getting our first investment this year, it was this year. Um, I think it was back in April. Um, maybe even May. Uh, I had had a lot of bites from angels. What Mm -hmm. I, what I did was I realized, you know, man, it's like I was with all these angel firms and angel funds and they're they're assholes. Like they just (laughs) are, and they they can be assholes. They're allowed to be. Um, but I was like, "This ain't gonna work." They ain't mm-hmm. gonna invest in me. There's no way I, I we're going to fail if I don't figure something else out. Mm. So I earned the respect of uh, a local uh, guy here that that is in the the VC realm, and I let him champion me through uh, some of these obstacles because I knew I had to have credibility. Yep. I didn't. Ha- so our product is. Is not just a. I can't go sell a, 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 a tangible product and say, "Hey, I sold a thousand. Look at what we've done. Now give us money and we'll scale that." You can't do that with a peer-to-peer company. Our product is not a mobile app. Our product is our is our user base. Our product That's is it. being able to supply both have that both supply and the demand on both sides. Um, and you can't do that without money. You can't do that without a good facilitation, which mm-hmm. is the app. Um, and today, no one gives a shit about your feelings. No one gives a shit that you're a startup, okay? Mm-hmm. Users today, especially 18 to 22, they care about what they're looking at. And they're used to Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Google, uh, and every other multi-billion dollar company that has a lot of money and really clean apps. Yeah. So if we were to just to throw out an app and try to say, oh, we got 100 users, it's not gonna work like <laughs> that. You can't, it doesn't work. So I was really, I mean, I, we were forced to, find other ways. And that's actually like my life mantra, is find a way. Yeah. Uh, there's a way around everything, and there was. Um, we actually launched a beta to my alma mater, Ball State, and we got about 300 students to just really give us good feedback. And they nice. did some assessments on, on what our user experience was and our value propositions, business models, et cetera. And I took that um, and to the, to, back to the investors. They wanted data. Um, I wasn't gonna throw the app out there when it wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gonna give us a big old red X on our heads. Uh, so I went and got them the data they needed. Uh, and I did a marketing. I made sure my branding was as clean as they were going to get. The pitch was flawless to the very word. I knew that if I couldn't give them the data they wanted, I had to give them everything else and more. Mm. And that's what we spent our time on our branding, our marketing, our messaging, our pitch. Uh, I mean, literally anything we could do, we did it, uh, Mm. to the, I mean, to the fucking donuts sitting out there. (laughs) I mean, anything I could do, I did it. Uh, and that's what got us our very first $15,000 check and then, nice. 15, and then our next $15,000 and then our next $15,000 and then our uh, next $75,000. And then now we're uh, roughly a little over $200,000 um, plus our 100k that we'd already put in. So $300,000 uh, wow. for a group of people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. That's You're, impressive. That's yeah. impressive. I yeah, appreciate um,
0: it. And, dude, it, it sounds like you've been this entrepreneur your whole entire life. Um, the the way you speak and your mindset, I can kind of just get the vibe from you that um, you're a very professional individual, and uh, you're you're very naturally business-minded, even though like you didn't realize it growing up, maybe.
1: Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're actually eg- exactly right. Uh, we actually, my mom and I were talking the other day, and I was thinking back on uh, just a few things that I believe kind of helped get me here. Because, you know what, this is, I mean, it's crazy to me, too. I don't... I wake up some days, and I even get like a tear. My thinking about like mm-hmm. how uh, far we've come, and how far I've come personally. I mean, and, and it's and it's crazy. But I thought back to like when I was young, and I knew. I mean, mowing yards, and uh, shoveling snow, and raking leaves, and I mean, I did a haunted house uh, for a charity for the girl with cancer down the road. And then I think back on those things, and it's like I, we we were able to raise two hundred bucks uh, during that haunted house, uh, and we worked our asses off. But that two hundred dollars was the most. Like, it was the most special $200 I've ever raised before. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And it was uh, – I, I just always did those things, naturally. Um, and it was probably my mom and dad both uh, that kind of instilled that. They just – again, it was always back to
0: work your ass off mm. or you're going to get your ass beat. <laughs> I mean, that's just – was. Too. Yeah. And so with your app, I mean, this has kind of developed uh, into a little bit more than what it originally kind of yeah. started off being. Um, you know, I know – I mean, you can even get like if if your thing is playing Fortnite, yeah. and you're not good at it, you know, you can even find someone to tutor you in Fortnite. Is that exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's really anything. Now. Anything. Yeah. Okay. There,
1: there is. So we're not a we're not a tutoring company. We're a knowledge sharing platform. Okay. I and mean, what share. that means is we don't. Uh, uh, you can. It's just meet with somebody. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like look, there is a a lot of people out there, smart smart people. There are a lot of people that are struggling just like you. That's not. Uh, this product, this platform isn't something that is, you can't just get help from 4.0s uh, who have been vetted by professors and you don't just ask for help when you're on academic probation. I'm talking this is a, a platform that you're just one user. We don't mm-hmm. differentiate, you're one user. You can get a, a 3.5 GPA and, and go help somebody and earn some money, but also in the same day, you can flip it and you can go get help from somebody because you wanna keep your A's. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's what we built this for. It's, it's Students are in it, they're in this, pile of shit what we call college uh for four years and it's like there is yet to ever be a product that helps them just get through those four years it's so pedagogical what we do i mean the ed tech system the education system they they just they just they do too much it's like mm. do less yeah and that's what yeah. we've done we, we we're doing less English i like that. working yeah
0: definitely and so um with your app i mean so it's developed, 100% developed? Yeah.
1: Well, I w- it's never 100%, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're on the App Store. Uh, so we actually just finished post-production testing. Uh, we're still building out a few key features. Uh, there was one feature that we found after after launching, and uh, I knew college students don't want to pay, even though we have a lower cost model, right? Yeah. College students don't want to pay for getting help. They just don't want to do it, and they're not mm-hmm. going to fucking do it. Uh, they would rather just wing it, uh, That's because that's what makes sense in those moments. And yep. I knew that, and I was okay to say, yeah, they're not going to use or we're going to fail if we can't redirect that. So we did, and we, we created basically, I, what I saw was people were posting these, these posts on Facebook uh, for a dance marathon, right? And they would raise money from grandpa, grandpa, whatever. And I'd see these, these people posting it, and they'd get 35 bucks with grandma saying, I love you, good job. And I was like, why are we not doing that to get you through school? And a mm-hmm. uh, light bulb clicked, and I said, that's what we're going to do. So we basically allow our users to hit a button, and it preloads in a message, then send it to their parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles that preload their account. So now whenever you need help, it's not coming out of your pocket. That's okay, true. So you can spend freely in the app whenever you may
0: need help. That's really cool. Yeah. And so give a little breakdown of the user experience of the yeah. app. You know, walking through, I download it on the App Store, I, make, I create my account, then what
1: yeah exactly so you I mean the, the onboarding process was really important to us mm-hmm. um, it's actually one of those things that we saw from launching on the app store we saw our first few hundred users just we really tracked where they were stopping and we knew that we had a kind of a we thought we had a really solid onboarding process and we didn't uh, and it's because they weren't really knowing where to go with their next buttons right so we we fixed it uh, so now in about a week uh, it's all there's a massive update coming in about a week but uh so today, when you download the app, basically you're going to walk through the app and it'll build a, it'll build a profile very quickly. And we focus on a social compatibility. There's not a, it's, again, it's not, tech, it's not uh, really focused on education. It's focused on just comfortability and so what I what we did is we actually created a direct value uh, for you when you download the app there's a task management system so uh, you can literally put your homework tests meetings uh, you want to go and meet with someone it'll you can set reminders for yourself you can put notes take photos of what you're working on and you can just keep all your all your stuff for that day located right there in the app to keep on coming back to it Um, as well as you can go and ask for help or earn money from the exact same tab you simply Mm -hmm. either look for jobs so what happens if you want to go and ask for help you put what you're working on, you say calculus 211, I need help on derivatives. Take a photo of it and send it up into our network. And to where you say you wanna go earn some money and you're good at calculus, you're a senior calculus major. You look at calculus 202 and like that was cake. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go and, and accept it. Well, instead of vet, we, we, we fundamentally know that you can't vet somebody based off of a, a transcript. It doesn't work, yeah. uh, you can't. <clears throat> we trust that, look, you're already in college, you're a smart person you're already a safe person, you have background check from the university. So we allow you to just socially vet them. So you can look at their Instagram, you can Mm -hmm. look at their social attributes, you can look at their major and their GPA and who they are on campus. Uh, And you can talk with them first beforehand as well, but you get to ultimately make the selection on who's best help to fit you. and then you just say, hey, uh, come meet me in the library. And then you go
0: meet them and you're good to go. That's awesome. How's the, uh, uh, the payment exchange yeah, happen? Yeah, uh, that's
1: one of our best parts. So uh, okay. it's all done through what's called Braintree, uh, which okay. is a PayPal company. Nice. But ultimately, you, if you want to go earn some money, uh, we're a merchant partner of Venmo now. So uh, nice. we actually like, basically integrate all of their technology. So one button. Your Venmo account is actually integrated into the Tutor app, so whenever you want to earn money, you get paid seamlessly Easy. right there. Easy, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Right on, everyone yeah. in
0: college is using Venmo. Oh too. yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. We
1: we, we capitalize that on immediately, and it was it's long. I mean, it's a tough process to go and, and get Venmo on your side. And oh really, yeah, I mean, I'm it's sure. tough. Uh, we spent a lot of time on a lot of money. Was it
0: hard to contact them and, and get a hold of them? Not, not hard really? to contact,
1: right? Because like Braintree wants uh, uh, new gotcha. new merchants, mm-hmm. but it's tough to. Get it to work. Yeah. It's tough to... Prove to them why you... Yes, used, and yeah. it is. I mean, there is a whole process behind it that they are very strict on. Uh, and the legalities of everything, they're really conscious of that as well. They don't want their brand tarnished because uh, somebody got hurt on our platform. So they make sure everything is square. And it was, it was long. Um, but... We also actually just did a, a deal with Google. Um, nice. So they own a company called Waze. W-A-Z-E. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now we're a corporate partner of Waze. Uh, so every university that we go to, uh, we create a new Waze carpool group, and they okay. pay us to do so. So it's. A,
0: That's interesting. Yeah,
1: it's it's a real. So they advertise on our app right in the productivity page, mm-hmm. and uh, we then go and we help them on each campus we go to. Sweet. It's pretty dope. Yeah. That's awesome, man. and
0: um, You had mentioned, we were talking before this, touch a little bit on your marketing strategy. What you're doing to get this app known to yeah. the masses.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, this, this makes me not sleep very often. <laughs> yeah, This is, uh, this is the, the hardest part. This is going to be the make or break. If yeah. we fail, it's because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, you know, I did this in college. This is what I did in my, my campaigns and my, my time there, and I'm going to have to trust that because it was successful there, and I think I can replicate it. Um, but we keep a young brand, we keep a young marketing scheme, we keep a young vibe, right, and we keep it sexy. We don't build products around uh, being educational, we build it around helping students get through those four years, and that is a core part of this, but we go on campus and we talk to different groups and organizations uh, in the masses, 60, 70, 80 students in one classroom, Uh, and we talk to them, we send them to our website, we send them to our uh, social media pages, and we really focus on just spreading the message but it's not salesy right i go in there and i talk to them just like this i i I dress down i'm not wearing a suit uh i say the f word every now and again they like that for some reason uh but i just talk to them i make them understand look i was just here i'm right where you guys are this isn't uh talking at you i'm just we built this for you Mm -hmm. um but we ultimately do more outbound approaches right so we build in interns and ambassadors right on campus we have a few interns that the school gives credit for uh for working for us yeah it's pretty dope but uh so they get experience, and we get to work with them, and they get to help push from within. And uh, we do events on campus. We get to put flyers up, and flyers under the doors, and we'll do like guerrilla marketing, things like that. And we'll do that at every campus. So instead of just throwing this out to the masses, we go campus to campus to campus. Our technology is independent of the university, so we can just go on and uh, do our thing. That's we go awesome. campus to campus to campus to campus to campus, and then we expand.
0: So are you just going campus to campus into Indiana right now, or have you gone outside Indiana at we'll all?
1: Be, we'll be in Indiana uh, definitely for the rest of this semester. Okay. Uh, so we're just starting at Ball State. Uh, we're doing, they just got back to school so yep. this week. So we're doing a full launch there in uh, about a week and a half. And that's nice. where it's uh, – we've done a beta and we've done a soft launch, so we're doing the full launch there now. Um, and then we'll end up going to Purdue and IU probably by the end of this semester. Okay. We're ultimately focused on this next fundraising round. Uh, yeah. we got to raise the money. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ball State's our best case study. An investor wants to see that, look, they made this really solid at this one school. Yeah, uh, They don't want to see, okay, they did a half ass job at three schools. So we're really focused on making this really work at Ball State. Go raise the money, and then we're going to go launch the fucker.
0: Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Um, and so between now and, you know, when you first started your company, what are some of the hardest challenges that you personally had to overcome? Sorry, I missed the first part. When you, from between now and when you first started the company, what are those hardest challenges that you can think of? Yeah. Uh, that you had to overcome?
1: Yeah. Um, I know the biggest one and I think about this all the time and I still, it still sucks. Uh, the imposter syndrome that everyone feels, okay? Mm. Uh, I don't care what, uh, what you're doing. Uh, I know everyone feels it, and they can throw these facades out like they don't. They're uh, Joe Cool, whatever. <laughs> but uh, I think anyone in the entrepreneurship role, I think you could feel this, and really everybody in this room. It's, you have those days to where things aren't going right, and you sit there and go, does everyone think I'm a, a phony? Does mm. everyone think I'm an idiot? Am I going into the room, and as soon as I walk out, they say, that kid's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ain't ever gonna work. Uh, that's, that guy's not an entrepreneur. This is stupid, he's wasting his time. Uh, is my dad right, right? It's like mm. I'm sitting there and I, you think those things yeah. constantly, you, you think I'm not an entrepreneur, I'm not this person, I'm not gonna ever gonna make this. You're right, 99% of these things do fail. Why the fuck do I think I can make it? Mm. It's those moments where you have to just shut up. You have to go and park yourself in a parking lot and get it out if you need to. And then you're going to turn the car back on. You're going to drive and you're going to be better in a couple hours. You have Mm. to, uh, that imposter syndrome is crippling to somebody. It's crippling to a company. Uh, and unfortunately it happens to most, uh, and some can't overcome it, but those who can end up being a lot stronger out of it. So the trolls out there, the, the people that are trying to get at you and try to, uh, fuck up your day. You got to get past it. Uh, and, trust, and trust, the, trust the vision.
0: Definitely. And so that, that kind of is a good segue. We, we actually pulled something off of your uh, LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. So this was in your bio. Um, a pretty cool quote. And you had mentioned earlier how your mantra is just finding a way. Yeah. And so this reads, Grit is 100% the most valuable mm-hmm. trait that I possess. Although the other core values that drive success are important, none of them can be perfected unless someone is willing to acknowledge their own deficiencies and strive for proficiency or relentlessly push limitations and set new ones beyond the comfort level it is grit that embodies my mantra find a way yeah dude that is awesome yeah thank you I mean is is that something you've always lived by or okay always and so why you know what made you have to have that mentality of I just have to find a way and I have to do it
1: yeah um yeah that's uh that I don't know um That's who we are. Uh, That's my last name. That's kind of my blood. Uh, We just, uh, you know, my my parents had it rough. Um, We all did. We figured it out. Uh, Mm -hmm. No one knows uh, how to do this thing called life, right? And the only thing you do is you get to look at other people. And my parents, I was fortunate enough to see two people just work their ass off for their one thing they cared about, their kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's all I really knew. And my dad always instilled that. I know, like, my dad always instilled that in me to... He always said, find a way. I don't care what it is, you find a way. Uh, and I actually remember this one time, uh, I was in like the eighth grade or uh, the ninth grade maybe, but uh, I came home and I had like a D on my midterm in trigonometry. And uh, I ended up coming home and told my mom and I was kind of upset and I was like, mom, everyone got a D, okay? It's like not a big deal. And she goes, I don't care about everybody else. I care about you. Yeah. And she marched my ass into that school and we had to go talk to my professor. And uh, it was that moment I always realized I don't care about everybody else. Yeah. I care about you. And uh, you're not everybody else. And uh, that's, that was always one of those things where it, it still resonated with me. You're not everybody else. Mm. Uh, I don't, if Everybody else might be in that shitty job. Uh, you're not everybody else. You're you. Uh, mm. So I think that goes into play. I don't know. Uh, the, where I got it from, I don't know. But it's probably my upbringing.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely goes into play with uh, entrepreneurship. You know, in my personal opinion, I think that – Honestly, grit is the number one grit, thing grit. that anyone has to have in order grit. to be successful um, at whatever they're trying to do. Because we it's agree. it's up and down battle, you know, life in general, not just entrepreneurship. It's I think it's in those moments when we're going through the hardest. Let's say you know you're you're pushing to get that funding or you're uh, developing Product, that yes. app or whatever it may be, and it, it's it's in those deepest. Uh, like those abyss moments when yes. you're at the lowest of the low, when something is right around the corner to yes. put you up there at that high yes. point. Yes. And if people don't just push through with the grit, then that's when people uh, fail, yes. quote unquote. Yes. You know?
1: So, you know, failing? Yes. I, l- I will say talk, failing. I hate, I hate this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very blunt. I'm very <laughs> transparent. Uh, and I'm learning. First off, I, I'm, I'm learning. And I, I'm very opinionated, but uh, I'm willing to listen. And mm-hmm. if you'll ever look at my LinkedIn, you'll see that uh, one of the the most talked about traits that I have, a lot of my advisors that I'm listening, and I will take advice, and I, I gladly take it. But uh, when it comes to failing, I cannot stand that shit. Okay? Mm. It's like... <laughs> Stop fucking wanting to fail. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever the fuck wants to fail, I don't want to talk to you. Okay? <laughs> Just get out of my presence. Because yeah. no one should... I always hear, oh, failing's okay. Failing's good. Go uh, and uh, quick to fail. No, no. Fuck that. Yeah. No one should fail. I don't like failures, okay? But it's, I don't look at it as a failure if you launch something and it doesn't work only if you get back up and you don't make that same mistake. Yeah, so uh,
0: more of a, a learning experience exactly. from that failure.
1: Exactly, failure is not good. Mm. I, I don't understand why we always had this narrative, failure's okay, yeah. no it's not. I don't consider it a failure if you learn something from it. Yeah. If, yeah, if yeah. you can salvage the good things out of it. If you became a stronger entrepreneur, a stronger uh, soon to be entrepreneur uh, out of an experience, sure, uh, yeah, maybe you didn't make it, but failure is not good, because mm. failure is a negative word. Uh, mm. I, I don't like that shit.:
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's an interesting mindset, because uh, you hear a lot of people nowadays especially saying, uh, you know, f- like you said, fail faster yes. or strive to fail, or, yeah. or whatever that may be, Drives failure me nuts and that's the thing is you know in my perspective, honestly, I, I'm here with you, man. Uh, I see failure as uh, a necessary thing in life. Sure. I think it, it definitely is necessary. No one is perfect. You are going to fail. But it's, you know, with those failures, what you do with it afterwards that determines if you really fail. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it, was a,
1: it was either a, a lack of success, mm-hmm. uh, rather. Yeah. Um, I think that's a better way to put it. If you mm-hmm. tried, if you, if you went balls to the wall, you, I mean, you gave everything you could into something, and it didn't work. That's not a failure. Okay, you just didn't have the success that you were looking for. Like, I, I, I guess I see it that way. It's failure when you create a shitty product that no one wanted. Mm-hmm. That's a failure. Okay, that wasn't good. But if you created something and you couldn't make it, like somehow uh, something happened, something got in the way, and it, and it overcame you, that's not a failure. You just you fucked up that day, and you're going to get back up, and you're going to be a better entrepreneur the next day. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never understood the failure and the concept of, oh, let's just say quick to
0: fail. no no,
1: I don't, I don't like you at that point. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Um, and that's a good debate too. Yeah. Definitely. But, dude, I'm on your side. Uh, I definitely see what you're saying. Um, and so with this mindset that you're having, I guess – the, with the mindset that you have, what is your definition of success? Because I know that oh. definition is different for a lot of people that, and it might be changing every single day for someone, yeah. but right now, you know, if you were to just think of something not to put you on the spot.
1: Yeah, like. no, no, no. Um. I would say professionally success means uh, we go and raise our next round. We have a, a successful launch. Um, we continue to build out a product and, and the customers are being as receptive to it as we think they will. And, and what data has shown, um, mm-hmm. that's going to be a successful launch for me. Uh, success personally i get to keep doing this and i get to see this through and i get to continue to meet new people and and do shit like this that mm-hmm. that is success to me um to keep on going i'm 24 yeah. right so i'm not i'm not looking to be zuckerberg uh, i'm <laughs> not uh, i'm not an elon musk i'm not one of those people yet uh, could be mm-hmm. i don't know but uh, i think success in the in the next 60 days 90 days 120 days i think success in the next 12 months is me continuing to be able to do what I'm doing every day. Um, And that's when I know I I only will see, I mean, it's only success if I can do this in 12 months. Mm. Like that, because I won't. If I I don't do very well, uh, I'm not going to be able to do this in 12 months. No startup can do it in 12 months if they can't get through. So... Uh, success for me in, in the near future is being able to continue to do what I'm doing, uh, and I'll be happy. Definitely. Yeah. I love it.
0: Uh, and you keep saying, when you're talking about uh, kind of like, you know, tutor, you keep saying we. So who who's your team? It's, it's not just you and your brother. You have a team of people around you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am, th- uh, this has become cliche to always include your team. I don't say I. I didn't. Couldn't do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe was right by my side every day. Yep. Uh, Sasha was was there with us as well. I mean, we have developers that we talk to every single day. We have marketing people. I have like I mean, when I say we, I mean, uh, sure, I have my my team that work every day with me. But like my parents, my my mm-hmm. best buddies, my my little sister, my brother. I mean, it's like all those people are are directly the reason why we've made it today. So it's like uh, we is every bit the the people working on the product. The uh, the co-founders that are with me in the trenches and uh, my supporters around me that have stuck by me uh, this entire time because it was, you know, it was not sexy when I was uh, an idiot with a shitty logo trying to figure this out. And, uh, and now t- two years later, people are still there. So it's pretty cool you know that's i think
0: uh entrepreneurship and when when you're going after chasing your dreams that's when you really find out who your true friends are yeah, you, you do <laughs> you definitely do uh
1: yeah and i got two and they're dumbasses yeah. <laughs> yeah they're uh yeah they're good
0: right on uh so what's what's your vision for your company man where do you want to take this thing
1: yeah um i i have, you know this is now that you just opened up about an hour conversation <laughs> but uh no i i really see this um i see this working mm-hmm. I, I really do uh it It's something that will come to life, whether it be us or another group. Uh, This is going to be the way uh, I I believe students ask for help and earn money. Um, I really see this as we go to university, university, university. And I have this goal, this vision, this dream, right? Are you familiar with WeWork? The company, uh, they're uh, so. I think I've heard of it. Before. They're, they're like not multi multi billion dollar corporation, uh, young tech company, um, but they basically do co working spaces in the big major cities. Okay, you, okay. And then uh, they've started to kind of like now they renovate offices for WeWork branded. But uh, I had this vision that one day we'll go to a university and uh, we'll be prominent there, and we'll basically get to build tutor lounges on the campus. Oh, that's dope. So okay. we, yeah, we yeah. take their tutoring centers that they currently have, which suck. Yeah. Um And. We say, let's overhaul this. We're going to have WeWork come in and uh, basically create a WeWork Tutor Lounge. Uh, so it's the Tutor Lounge by WeWork. And it would be geographically uh, intertwined into the app so where students could come and go as they please 24-7. Nice. Uh, it would be a dope lounge where studying is just, I mean, this is chill. Yeah, and it's, a good and it's environment. Cool. Yeah, yeah, It's like that's – I see that happening one day. I don't know why.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And so – uh, do you see yourself doing any other ventures? I want to. Uh, yeah. yeah I,
1: I, I do about anything to get my hands on. Uh, For sure. I, I do a lot of mentoring to entrepreneurship okay. students right now at IU, PUI, as well as uh, Ball State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to focus on that. Um, I, you know, it's – I'm one I'm one person that I don't care who you are, I don't care how many followers you have or uh, what title you are. I'll meet with you. I'll talk with you. Um, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, I love entrepreneurship. I love – Working with people. I like doing shit like this. Yeah, it's, definitely. Uh, I, feed off of, I feed off that stuff, right? It's mm-hmm. like, um, but do I want to do anything else in entrepreneurship or get my hands dirty? Absolutely. There are so many things I want to yeah, do yeah. right now. It's, uh, but I got to stay focused. For um, sure. I, that's the most important part, is stay focused. When you take on too much shit, you end up creating shit. Mm. Yeah. That's a good piece of advice right yeah. there, uh,
0: and so you're, okay, you're mentoring uh, students, right? Yeah. Uh, IUPUI these college campuses for entrepreneurship. Um, I, is there some? Is there that overall message that you keep telling everyone, or is it kind of just customary to what that person and that individual is going through at the time? It's or? always relative. Always okay.
1: relative. Most of the time, it's it's uh, gonna be the same. Cause yeah. Most of them uh, are just building ideas, mm-hmm. and they. So I'm different than than what a lot of. Uh, other mentors that are gonna give you advice. And I think it's honestly one of the biggest uh, problems with uh, our entrepreneurship ecosystems today, especially at the young age. It's that you have these people that go in there and they try to almost patronize you in a way that they just like, oh, it's a great idea. Yeah, you wanna create a new eBay. Sure, you should really work hard on that, no don't fucking go recreate eBay. You're not going to win. They're going to kill you. (laughs) And you're never gonna get off the ground. And I'll tell you that. But Mm. I'm gonna tell you that in a respectful way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because they need to hear that. Uh, No, don't go fucking recreate Facebook. No, don't go create a photo app. Mm -hmm. Don't go and and create uh, the next LinkedIn because you're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's redirect this thinking, okay? You're thinking in a way that I like it. You're thinking in a way that is strategic and you're using creativity. Okay, let's funnel that. And let's create something that's somewhat good or somewhat usable because what you're saying now is stupid. And I mean, they like, like they, they hear you. Yeah, like yeah, that's the yeah. thing when you can strip down that, uh, I'm older than you and I'm wiser than you. I mean, when you strip that away and you talk to them as per like people, um, they're very receptive to it. They listen and yeah. I've gotten a lot of really good feedback. I mean, a lot of the professors, they come to me and say the students were talking a lot about you. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you really helped them out.
0: We appreciate it. And that's why they keep having me come back. That's awesome. I feel like nowadays, I mean, uh, you know, especially our age demographic, one, people can um, see right through bullshit. Yes. And two, they respect people more if they're just honest. They tell yes. the truth. And yes. even if it's hard sometimes, they would rather have someone like you say, no, that's a shitty idea, yes. rather than someone just be fluffy and be like, oh, that's a pretty yes. good idea. Direct with respect. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I yes. love it. I love it. Um, you know, and they need it they, they yes, need it yeah. why would
1: we ever have people in their most vulnerable mm. days when the, in the days that they're learning how to make bad habits and good habits yep. and we're allowing them to go out and say oh yeah, I'm going to go and try to, I'm going to go create a company that has no business model. (laughs) I'm going to go create a company that has already been out there and has been done 10 times by multi-billion dollar corporations. We let them do that. And Mm. I'm just like, why? (laughs) Tell them they can handle it. They're adults. Go tell them that their idea is shit. (laughs) But maybe if they want to keep trying, then they can prove me wrong. But I'm going to tell you, it's not very good or, hey, that's badass. There was a kid uh, named Sam. He's at IUPUI and he has this idea for a, uh, it's called aquaponics. Let me tell you, that kid can do something. And yeah. it's very, very cool. It's something that I would put money in today. Uh, I believe in that kid yeah. uh, right there. He told me it in five minutes. Uh, you Kids know what they're doing. They they have really good ideas. Some of them think entrepreneurship is a glamorous job, and they <laughs> they need checked real quick. Yeah. And that's okay. You can yeah. check them. Uh, they can handle it. And if they can't, they shouldn't do it anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so true. Yeah, um, Got to have that grit. Got to yeah. have that grit. Um, Are you? I'm curious. Are you reading any books? Are you wa- are you watching a lot of YouTube videos? Like, yeah. what are you doing as far as a self education um, yeah. aspect?
1: So I am the. You know, this is this is weird. I don't read. Uh, okay. I hate reading. Okay. It gives me anxiety. <laughs> uh, I just don't like it. Uh, it's. It, I do a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, I talk a lot. I have a lot of conversation. I don't care who you are. But I. This is weird. I listen to a lot of music. Uh, okay. I'm a music guy. Uh, this. A lot of more acoustic settings, uh, I just see. I like passion. um, Mm -hmm. But when it comes to learning, I I really do just talk. I don't make decisions unless I talk to my advisors. Uh, Anything that I do, uh, I get experiences before I make a decision. Or I uh, try to network with somebody first. Uh, I take experience very, very seriously. Yeah. Um, I don't make uneducated decisions. I don't make uneducated guesses. So I'll do anything I can to find an answer. Whether that means read a book. I've read a few. Uh, Simon Sinek is, uh, mm-hmm. is a genius. Uh, but I do a lot of YouTube videos more so than anything. And, and lately, I haven't been reading as much. I haven't been uh, watching YouTube as much. Uh, I've really just been focusing Focus. on my product. But yeah. uh, I, I believe there's times when entrepreneurs are in these growth mindsets when they need a lot of nurturing and education and, and then there's time where they take they take those things things actions, harness it yeah. and then they go work their ass off. It's yep. like if you're still watching fucking Gary, <laughs> D, then you're not doing anything yeah, right now. Yeah. So it's like there's some at some points you educate yourself and mm-hmm. I think at others you uh, you need to go and do and continue that in, in other ways, of course. But um, Yeah, that's my answer to that. Yeah.
0: Right on. Yeah. So you, you said one word, you said networking. How is networking played Played out in your life, the importance of it, uh, you know, in your whole life or specifically just your kind of entrepreneurial journey? How's networking really helped you or or what do you think about it?
1: Oh, it's so important. Yeah, Uh, it's the most important. it's the most important skill it's a skill it's yeah. a, it's every bit a skill and it's so important if you want to be a professional today mm. you want to be successful today you have to go and network you have to be a genuine person Definitely right that you want to go key. and it, i mean if you people can feel that if you're going there and you have an agenda for talking to them you're not going and they're not going to do anything for you you mm-hmm. have to go and networking is real and it's gotten me it got me through high school losing weight it got me through my campaigns and it got me through being able to go and start pitching and debating and 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 figuring out what marketing on campuses was. And, uh, you know, my, one of my buddies, Hunter, uh, he was my age. And he's like, you know what? You need to go meet this guy named Ted at Ball State. He'll help you. I met met Ted, which Ted then introduced me to the guy at Developer Town, which he ended up becoming my advisor and teaching me everything that I knew. <laughs> and then uh, they ended up referring to me to one of my advisors, he's a Harvard MBA, nice. uh, ex-Googler. He's raised over $50 million for his own company. Wow. And, uh, and I talk to that guy every day now. He owns equity in my company. Nice. And, um, and it's People like that is only due to networking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, networking is the best thing ever. I mean, you get to leverage experience and, and these just intelligent people. I mean, these people that are, are so smart and so skilled in different ways. And when you're able to look back and say, I suck at marketing, I suck at marketing, uh, Pitching, or I, I really suck at, at finance and accounting, and or, or a, I, I am really good at all those things, and I suck at building the product. Uh, networking comes into play and allows you to lack I and mean, pick up where you lack.
0: Definitely. And so I have two more questions, um, but before we finish this off, where can people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Snapchat, Facebook, really all of them. Uh,
0: what's your What's your handles? Well, W we'll Crouchy
1: ninety four. Yeah, uh, on, on all of them. Yeah. Nice. Uh,
0: I like it. Yeah. Um, and then is there anything that you want to say before, you know, we get off this podcast? Any shout outs, uh, anything that you kind of just want to get out there? Or if not, no worries. No, no, yeah. Uh, I'll say, I'll give you guys a shout out. I think this is dope what you guys are doing. Dude, I appreciate uh, The only it.
1: reason I'm here is because I think this is dope. Uh, it doesn't, I didn't come here for a personal benefit, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, I, d- I didn't know who's going to listen to this mm. uh, But I believe in what you guys are doing. I think it's really cool. You don't know what the fuck you're doing, and that's okay. (laughs) You're just trying to make it every day. And uh, the things, I mean, look what you guys are doing right now. I Mm -hmm. think when you sit back and take a look at it, like, we're looking at downtown Indianapolis with people walking by, and we're two young guys that have no clue what we're even saying, but we're just doing it at 10 o'clock at night on a Tuesday. That's awesome. Like, that gives me goosebumps. And – it's uh, so I give you guys a shout out. This is something that, this is really cool, and uh, you should keep it up because the city needs it. Uh, it's something that lacks here, and I think it could
0: I think it really work. Dude, I appreciate that. I yeah, got, I got cold chills right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, my last two questions. So this first one: What impact do you want to uh, have on this world?
1: Yeah, that's uh, I take that to heart because I you know I've. This is very arrogant of me to think this, but I, I've always thought I could be uh, an Elon Musk, uh, yeah. a Zuckerberg. And I, I don't think it's well, one; they're they're so fucking smart. But uh, <laughs> I, I think it's more than just that, right? They they have these these set of skills that they just they're relentless. Uh, but I I believe those people build great products that people just need without even knowing that they need them, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to do. I want to build great products that people actually need. I want to. Create change in a way that uh, is done by purchasing something i mean that's that's what our our whole economy is made of that's what our society is unfortunately but it's uh it makes life a little bit easier some days it makes i mean there are things that people can buy that make you feel powerful it makes you helps you get through school it helps you go and, and find the person that you want to be with and, and do the things you want to do every day it's like I want to create products that help people go and just make life a little bit easier. Mm. Um, I don't know why, I don't know where it came from. Uh, I just like it and it's uh it's fun. But I also want to create great, great brands, I'm a big branding guy. Uh, you don't have a company if you don't have a good brand.
0: Dude, let's touch on that real quick. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, and that's something big that I, you know, harp on to, you know, our team and then just the people that we're talking to is nowadays I truly believe that business of the 21st century, business and brand are two separate entities yeah. nowadays. Oh. And it's about Coming together and being able to integrate and infuse them into one to make a good overall business.
1: Yeah, I I, I fundamentally believe that your brand is is more so your product than than what your product is, and then your that. product reinforces that brand. Yeah, right. It's like uh, Apple is Apple because of Apple, yep. uh, and and what they consistently do, and their messaging is is constantly around. Right. It's not because they have AirPods. Mm-hmm. Right. It's Apple has created those AirPods, which reinforces Apple's brand to us. Uh, And that's, it's, branding is the most important thing today. It's. I mean, we naturally, as people instinctually, we look at what attracts us, what uh, catches our eye, what makes us think about something, what makes us want to share it or or like it or or put a sticker on our fucking computer. (laughs) It's like, that is not a product, okay? That is your brand. That is your, uh, that is, the most important aspect of a company, I truly believe. In some some, some situations. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. It's like, skill, it's a different story. But uh, overall, when you create something that is a consumer product, your brand, if you don't have a good brand, good luck. Yeah. Uh, because I ain't fucking buying it.
0: <laughs> I feel that, yeah. Uh, brand is really that that fuel to get you to uh, just have long-term growth, yeah. you know? Um, yep. And I truly believe that that strong brand just helps drive more sales at the end of the day. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. You, yeah. you had to say that, so I had to touch <laughs> on yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. But my last question, so if there was one lesson that you could leave behind to your future kids, the ones that you care about, you know, you go through life, you become a multi-billionaire off of Tutor, yeah. you do all the things that you want to do, um, you're at the end of your life, and there's and there's only one thing that you can write down on a piece of paper, and that's the only thing that people will remember you by. What is that piece of advice, that lesson that you would you know give to those ones that you care about the most?
1: Yeah, um, respect others, respect yourself, and find a way. Mm. Uh, that's those. Uh, Do those three things, and you'll be successful. And whatever that may be in relationships, whether that be starting a company and being the best salesperson at a big corporation that you could ever be, respect others, respect yourself, and you find a way through anything. I I don't see somebody having a problem with any hurdle. Mm -hmm. Um, And no matter what they do, do those three things. Respect others, respect yourself, and you find a way, There, it's luck.
0: There you go. You guys heard it right there. Respect yourself, respect others, and find a way, dude. Wes, I appreciate you for coming out, spending some time here at One Hundred and Twenty Collective. This was a great episode, episode thirteen. What? Yeah, episode thirteen. So we're we're moving, we're grooving. Um, But yeah, man. Any way that we can help you out, feel free to reach out to us. Yes, likewise. Uh, We'll definitely stay in contact. And like I said, I appreciate you coming out, and thanks for spending time on Novelty Voice. Yeah, likewise. Thanks, guys. See ya.